together. Come together. Do you have anything in particular you want me to like mention you as, or should I just? Stuck in my head now. The wacky world, yeah, that's um. Is it Five Finger Death Punch? Is it? Is that what it is? I thought so. Sounds. It sounds yeah. like them. That mindless. At strike twice. W O T B. Because Anthony has to be different about his name. That's okay. Listen. Strike twice is a good one. <laughs> You were Ink Man Nick for like two years. The fuck out of here. I was. I was I was that for many, many more than that. But it's about marketing, Anthony. You mean branding. I mean branding. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you marketing? How you market your brand. My brand. Oh, Shit, that's I a better... good ringtone. Yeah, that's yeah a... I gotta <laughs> do that I thing. Put this on mute. <laughs> is that your fucking? Is that what? Whatever happened when someone mentions you on Twitter? Actually, it is. <laughs> I knew it because I I just mentioned you and it's like, doom, doom, yeah, doom. yeah, that's exactly what it is. All right, all right, guys, we're getting started. Let's see. In three, two, one. This is where nobody talks because we're playing music. But it's okay to do. It's okay to talk. Yeah, we can all talk. No one ever does, but it's fine to. Please talk. <laughs> fucking intro. That's true. I know when I feel like some of the best intros are when we're talking about something. You know, with Shark Dropper now, we don't even do an intro. We just be like, welcome to Shark Dropper. That's a shame. I enjoyed you guys' little rants. It feels, it does feel, it does feel slightly weird. I mean, I, I, I will admit that. Uh, welcome everybody to Water the Bay. My name is Kyle. My name is Nick. And I'm Anthony. And joining us today, formerly of the Bay Cave, and we'll, we'll talk to him in a second about uh, future endeavors. But uh, you know him from Twitter. His name is Gil Arcia. He said, Arcia, Arcia. Uh-huh. He he t- he told me it's it's like Garcia but without the G. So, Gil, welcome, sir. What up? Yo, 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 word to your mamas. Oh, wait, no more your mama jokes. Sorry, my bad. Wait, why aren't we doing your mama jokes? Oh, that's my fault. I forgot that they retired that and we're we're blending in now with the fans. That's that's a bunch Uh of poor shit. No, no. That is the memo. Bring back the your mama jokes. I, I, that's a, that, that's that's what crafted me as a young child. Listen, in this I, I thoroughly enjoyed every single tweet that included your mama jokes. I don't know why people got so offended, but it, it brought back so much nostalgia that I was like, oh yes, keep going. So for somewhere along the line, people people decided that, that was like that was territory that we need not be treading. Uh, the your mama jokes, but you know what? It, it gets no better when, than a, a solid your it, mama joke. It's when politically correct, political correctness started to weigh in and be more important than. No, it's when the one girl's like, "My mom is dead," and you're like, "Okay, all right, well, you just ruined it for everyone." I guess, uh, you know, I didn't know that. Shut up. What was that? I'm like, saying that it's messed up for laughing, but you know, you can't help it. That's fine. Oh, jeez. It's okay. 
I, I, we we're we're used to it. I have dogs, you know. We yeah, uh, my, yeah it's the same thing, really. <laughs> my phone is normally on. <laughs> no, I wasn't making that comparison. I, I, I caged my dog. My dog is in her cage. I just can't cage a kid. <laughs> I mean, you can. I know, but then DCF is knocking on your door because they're taking it wrong. It's like, no, I swear to God, this is just punishment. I'm not keeping her in there forever. You know what? Just have that Scrubs episode on standby where the janitor <laughs> admits that's like, well, I got you a baby cage. No, it's a good one. It has windows and Jesus, guys. Oh, dear God. What are we doing? Gil, have you have you been to any uh, training camp game or training camp sessions? I guess you, you could say you've been to training. I have. Camp? Yes, yes, yes. I have. Um, actually, and then what's funny that little. Re- <laughs> oh dear God! Hey, if you got, hey, if you got it, actually joined me on Monday, and she made a show and made Captain Fear for the first time, and and the Joe Bucks fan guys, and everybody was getting a kick out of her, and she wasn't and, immediately terrified of Captain Fear. Not at all, actually. She was excited. She kept pointing, and she's like, oh, "Daddy, pirate!" I'm like, "Yeah, that's a pirate." She goes, "I want picture." I said, "Okay, let's go take a picture." <laughs> Gil, do you remember when it was like before Captain Fear, when it was like Polly the the parrot? Was it Polly? I thought it was uh, yeah. Paco Bruce. No, 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 no. It was like a, it was a parrot. It was like a, it was like a green parrot. It was the weirdest thing ever. Uh, I, I think I vaguely remember that. I'm gonna find. Like, it. I, I think that's in, in a part of my memory that I just don't want to remember, but I think I, I do. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I've shoved it down there with all the the '90s Buccaneers days with you know just 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 everything else. Early '90s. I don't ever remember this. Yeah, dude, I don't think we ever had a parrot for a mascot. I'm telling there, there you. There's a parrot somewhere. If not, then I'm thinking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Maybe they have a parrot. No, looks, they definitely have a parrot. Yeah, that's, 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 then that's probably what I'm thinking about then. Yeah. It, it looks similar to the Pirates parrot, but it was like a Bucks, like it was a Bucks parrot. I'm, I'm telling you guys, it was, it, it existed. Uh, okay. I'll tell uh, yeah, man. We'll take your word for it. Yeah. Anyways, I good. don't know, man. Google's failing you. Yeah, I was just gonna say I'm trying to Google it and I can't find it anywhere. Oh man, your your mic just switched into awesome mode. Did it really? Oh crap! It's all good, man. So you've been to you've been to camp. You 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 are you're kind of keeping up with the, uh, I guess what the daily goings on and training camp and sort Absolutely. of what the, what the stories are happening. I I want to start with uh, the Cameron Braid Austin Sperry Jenkins situation because from for for what I hear. Uh, Cameron Brait's kind of beaten ASJ for the uh, starting tight end job, and we all we all kind of thought that might happen. But I mean, here we are in training camp, and uh, he's getting all the first team reps. Is that right? Yeah, and uh, you know what's funny about that is that last year when uh, when he started um, playing for for ASJ from his injury or whatever the case was, he uh, I was I was constantly writing articles saying that you know this guy deserves to actually be in the starting lineup and and i think his play resonated with uh with their cutter and once he took over i i mean obviously this is just me throwing an opinion out there but i would like to think that when when he took over when cutter took over he immediately said okay Britt's gonna be my starter and that's it and i don't think it's anything to where it's a shot at asj i really don't but it's just hey man facts are facts and I mean, how often did we see through the offseason uh, players like uh, like Levante David or Quan Alexander or um, or even Alteron Werner actually on his Instagram account um, showing pictures of after practice how they were either in the weight room or doing something extra out in the field and yes. ASJ is taking pictures of himself at the beach or or somewhere else at a chick's house or yes. you know so I mean it's 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 not it's not a uh, that 
you know, I'm questioning his his uh, his work ethic or his commitment to, to football. It's, he's actually doing it himself, so I'm just putting out there what, what's already out there. I think you're right. Man. I, like, I don't want to bring up that whole Twitter thing that happened a few months or a month ago, but if you recall, right after he was dismissed, he was kind of he was at home and he was on Twitter. You'd think the guy would be, you know, be immediately. Yeah, like go hit the gym or something. Fly under the radar a little bit. I, I, I don't know, man. But yeah, we'll play Xbox or PlayStation or something. Just lay low. Exactly. <laughs> that would make me more angry. Get over it for a second or two, please. Or go study the playbook. Apparently, the reason he was dismissed is because he just didn't know what the fuck he was doing out there. So I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm I'm really eating crow with this guy because I had tons of faith. I said I said on this podcast that he was going to be a superstar, and it's not. So happening. I, I I got a question, Gil. Is is it more about Cameron Brait being impressive, or is it that ASJ is being lack thereof? Like, I, I, which one? Which way are we trending here? Is is it Cameron Brait earning it, or is kind of to, to be honest with you, I think it's a little bit of both because you have Cameron Bray working his ass off, and then you have uh, ASJ who's now starting to, I guess, quote-unquote, trying to work his ass off. But it's, in my opinion, it's, it's a little too late. I mean, it, throughout the whole offseason, it's like what I stated earlier, you know, you see the guys working extra um, out, in, um, out by themselves or, or, or as a team effort, and then you actually see them doing extracurricular stuff together. And it's not that everybody joined together, but, I mean, when Donovan Smith uh, periscoped that uh, that paintball session, that it looked like almost the entire team was out um, during that paintball outing, ASJ was, again, Instagramming pictures of him doing something else. So, And I think at that time he was talking about roller skating or something. So I don't know. I, I don't know where his mind was at this offseason. I mean, maybe he needed to get away. There's been... Um, some rumblings as, as far as some people saying that, oh, you know, his 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 head isn't actually with football. It's actually more with, with basketball. How legit that is, I don't know. But I mean, it's it's just the fact that look, man, you're you're, you're in pewter now. You're you're in the NFL, regardless you're with the Bucks or not. You have a job now, and you just lost your job. So yeah. if he continues, or if he doesn't um, continue to trend upwards, and uh, and he continues to shoot himself in the foot. He's not going to be starting this year, and he can find himself somewhere else soon. You know, you mentioned that paintball thing, and and um, you know, maybe arbitrary, but I kind of like you see these things come out on social media about like the if you remember uh, during OTAs there was this there was like um, I think like Donovan Smith and the offensive linemen they were all kind of like they were like rapping or dancing or something, and mm-hmm. uh, Vincent Jackson you know made a cameo and everything, and then you. You know, you, you mentioned the paintball thing, and then you you saw the uh, the wet ball thing that was on Twitter today, and like, yeah. who's absent from all those? Like, who's the, who's the guy that's always not there? It always seems like the odd man out. It's ASJ. He's never kind of. It doesn't seem like he's in the, the the fraternity of the offense. Yeah, I mean, it, it it does seem that way. I mean, if you're if you're putting it all together, and I mean, granted, you know that that's that's how we work, right? That's how society works. I mean, we tend to point out a lot of the bad, but unfortunately, there with with, with with Safarian Jenkins, there hasn't been that very many good things. I mean, for Christ's sakes, when he's catching touchdowns, he's also initiating penalties right after. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's it's a, you, you can't have it both ways, man. You, you're going to have to go ahead and straighten out at some point. And I don't know when reality is going to kick him in the ass, but it's going to have to be soon because you have Cameron Bray now, as, as, as we were talking about, you know, who's, who's actually going to be taking the lead. And, and it's going to be Braid, in my opinion. It's it's not going to be ASJ. And and I was actually talking with somebody on Twitter earlier who was asking me a question, 
if I saw ASJ actually assuming that uh, or um, assuming that, that starter role again. And I told him straight up, to be honest with you, I actually do want to say yes. Right. I would like for actually for ASJ to actually perform and and get his head right because when it is, he actually is a force on the field. I mean, we saw it against the Saints last year. Yeah. Uh, we actually saw him actually finding holes in the Tennessee offense when nobody else or Tennessee's defense uh, when nobody else was in Week One last year. Um, a lot of people argued with it that it was, you know, oh, they were in prevent at that point. If you, if you look at the at the film that that first that first touchdown that he caught, that was all him. He worked to get that touchdown. The Bucks need that ASJ 24/7, not just one play out of the year. So he's gonna have to wise up soon. And like I was telling that that guy on Twitter, it's not it's not gonna be soon. And 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 to play it safe, because it was a fantasy question. To play it safe, I told him that I would go ahead and if it's, if he has if he wants to draft one of the two. You'd have to go ahead and draft great because I, yeah. I don't see ASJ actually resuming that role. Yeah, man, it, it, it sucks. But I mean, when you a guy with that kind of that, that size and that that kind of raw ability, it's it's a damn shame. But you know, I'm not ready to, to assign him the the bust moniker yet. I I, I always look oh. at I look at bust as like a game of horse, and 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 you have to you earn each letter as your your career mm-hmm. goes on. So like he's got he's at BU right now. And yeah, I saw you tweet that. Yeah, earlier. yeah, that makes perfect sense. I used, I did that with Gerald McCoy back in the day. I'm like, you know, Gerald McCoy, he's at like a BU, and you know, he he shook it, but so that's always kind of uh, how I look at that. He at least the S. Uh, did he, Nick? You 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 would know. Did he reach an S? Uh-oh. I mean, there. <laughs> Listen, I'm already blocked by him on Twitter, so I'm just gonna stay out of here. <laughs> I'll say this much for Gerald. Too McCoy. much smiling. Yeah, son of a bitch. Well, that was a big. That was a big thing because. Is it I, really? So he no, got Kyle, the ask for smiling. Then is well, he hear was. me out. No, because Kyle and I gave him a lot of flack because he was smiling and carrying on and and basically still loving life, basically being himself. While we were terrible and we didn't like that. I'm talking early when he was, he could, it just, it seemed like he couldn't stay healthy and it didn't seem like he was realizing his potential. I mean, you got to realize Gerald McCoy was like, he was like a top five pick. So it, Look, it, I went back and actually started watching his college tape because I, I started feeling like an ass clown in some ways because I actually wrote an article. Um, I want to say it was in his second year or maybe halfway through his third I don't remember. Actually, you know what? It was in, in Raheem's final year is what it was. So it was halfway through that year, his third year. I wrote an article and saying that the Buccaneers actually have a winning record when Jared McCoy is on the field, which they did. I think they were like 11-plus over um, in the win column when Jared McCoy was actually playing. Um, but as he started, I guess, when he came back and under Shiano and all this stuff, and long story short, I went back and I'm like, why doesn't it seem like he's as dominant as he was when he was drafted out of college? So I'm looking at what he was doing in college, and honestly, it almost looked like they were just letting him play. They were, they were, it almost looked like his coaches were saying, Gerald, go out and play. Yeah, do it like, I wasn't out on the field. I wasn't one of his coaches. I don't know what their scheme was. I don't know what their intentions were with him, but he literally looked like he was a guy that literally was just going after the quarterback with no assignments, no, no, uh, no running stunts. None of that stupid crap. That's, that's exactly it. They're stunting him. Yeah, they were just running him up the field, or he was just running himself up the field, making linemen look like idiots. And then he enters the NFL. Raheem had a little bit of of, of a of, of a hand in him actually having a little bit of a success, as I guess. But still, they were he was in a, he was in a system. 
Shiano, I think, where he actually played slightly better under, they had him stunning almost 90, 80% of his, of his plays that he was on the field. Yeah. Which made absolutely no freaking sense whatsoever. And then you enter the college coach in Lovey Smith, who had no idea what the hell he was doing. And a lot of people already started saying, oh, you got to get rid of Jeremy McCoy. It's understandable. I understand both sides of the argument. But my, my thing is, is I, I think that Mike Smith and Jay Hayes, I think they're going to have the defensive line playing the way that they're supposed to be playing. And that includes Jared McCoy. And I already said on record, and I'm not trying to get back on his good graces because he's probably not going to look at me right anymore in the, in the meeting <laughs> huddle anyways. But he, he's, I, I wholeheartedly think that he's actually going to crack that 10-sack mark this year really and actually make a name oh yeah i've, I've said a hundred times actually i even said it during the super bowl well someone was calling me insane um and i, I want to say it was actually even in the second half because i also said the bucks are going to reach the super bowl too but anyway that's that's oh. a story for another day uh, <laughs> Damn, that, that I said, it, hey it all makes a difference when lovey smith was gone i started saying all kinds of crap but anyway <laughs> i stand i stand by my remarks on jerry mccoy being a temp sack guy this year and actually probably even get closer to 15 months yeah, I I, I I I think you're right with the whole uh, letting him loose thing at uh, at Oklahoma because he, mm-hmm. he he's he's one of the fastest guys off the ball that I think I've ball. ever seen. No yeah. one can get off the snap like Jared McCoy. I, there's one thing that I have never doubted him on, and and that's one thing that he can do 100 percent of the time on point. He's just he's unbelievable off the ball and. Uh, it, it, if it, it, it's kind of seems like you're right. Yeah. Like they, they just let him loose at, at Oklahoma. So he's never had that, that chance to be let loose in, in the NFL. And I don't know, I'd be interested to see if that, that happens this year. Maybe, yeah. maybe you're right. I hope you're right. <laughs> I want him to get a pick six this year. He needs a JJ Watt moment. He's a Warren Sapp moment. Not a JJ Watt. So you see? So you, yeah, I was, or do you want, you want to by a shark? putting a guy in the hospital? Uh, in trouble with law enforcement. I think you can field warrants at moments, all right? Okay, all right, fine. Gil, is there anything else that you, you – any other big stories that you kind of noticed in training camp this year? I mean, I, we kind of touched on ASJ, but I mean when... – I've got a question. i got a question for uh, Gil about something that came out not too – well, a few days ago. Sure. Do you, uh, do you see Humphreys making it out of – preseason as the number three absolutely is <laughs> i had right. i oh yeah absolutely dude listen i had an article written up um I, I don't remember when the hell it was but i was i was predicting the 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 roster and 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 it was already a mini camp and i was telling people at that point i'm i was look if 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 uh if humphreys does not crack the the five wide receivers or six however many that they want to go ahead and bring out a preseason I'm going to be one upset SOB because I think he more than proved in during the regular season, his limited playing time, that he is definitely a go-to target for Jameis Winston. And Winston needs as many go-to targets and, and as many targets that, he's, that he feels comf, uh, comfortable with on that field playing alongside him. And if that includes Adam Humphreys, Adam Humphreys needs to be that guy. And I think Adam Humphreys has done enough to actually warrant that third wide receiver spot. Hmm. And at the beginning, I was saying that I think it should be Lewis Murphy, but with the uncertainty, uncertainty with Lewis Murphy, that's, I guess, recently always constantly getting injury, injured now, uh, or he's sleeping at, at museums, <laughs> he needs Adam Humphreys actually needs to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't sleep on him, man. He's going to break in. He's going to exactly. break into that starting lineup. 
I think Humphreys has the best hands on the team. Like, I don't, I, I really do. I agree. So, so I guess, I guess a little too much was made of the whole Kenny Bell situation early on in, in training camp. I, I, I like Bell, to be honest with you. I really do. I liked him last year. Um, I was actually really down that, that he got injured. Um, but, the, but the thing is, is that he's, that he he needs he needs to show more and and he and I can say that yeah I like him and yeah I definitely do see him um, cracking the lineup which I still do um, as far as as far as him needing to actually make a bigger impact to to be a bigger to play a bigger role he needs to do that um, he hasn't done enough because he hasn't been able to show enough uh, but I think that through, throughout this past off season as well as in uh, um, as well as in training camp so far. Um, he he's been a little inconsistent. So if he can actually just lean more towards the consistent part of, of his game, uh, I think that he can that he can also be a reliable target, probably even perhaps um, Adam Humphreys. Hmm. All right. So um, Vernon Hargraves, Noah Spence, Robert Aguayo, um, Caleb Beninock, uh, Dan Vitale. Who who have you seen the most out of in this training camp? Uh, to be honest with you, I mean it's been Hargraves only because you, you know he's been he was their their first pick um, this year and he's getting um, at least in my opinion the, the most looks um, and 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 I want to say even to the point to where he's actually even making a a, a bigger uh, impact among the root the rookies uh, hmm. not not discrediting Wild obviously because you know it's it's special teams he's a field goal kicker so at the end of the day he's only going to get on the field when they're quote unquote practicing the field goal uh uh there's there's you better do more than that we spent a second round pick on him he better be fucking getting starbucks orders hey listen i was hashtagging a guayo at nine so him being a second round pick is actually a disappointment but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um at the end of the day though i, I think Hardgrave has been the one uh, making the most the most noise among this uh rookie class i'm not taking anything away from spence um because again spence has actually been I, i've seen him getting up the field uh, from the from the bits and, cl- and pieces of clips that that I've seen online, as well as uh, attending the practice that I did, so um, it's it's not taking anything away from Spence. I think Hargraves and Spence are going to be um, are going to be solid picks, um, as well as Aguayo for that matter. Since we're talking about you know first and second rounders, but um, and every, everything after that um, is is just basically they need more looks, and I think they're going to see a lot of it in, in preseason. I think they have to. Yeah, I, I heard uh, Ben and I got hurt, and I mm-hmm. haven't heard anything from Vitale. I don't I don't know if if he's he's uh, challenging Stalker or or what. I mean, what, what he's doing, he's kind of like the wild card out there. So yeah, I mean, wow. I, I know that he's a man beast. That that freaking guy is 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 uh, is, is a is monster. A I, I don't know yeah. how to explain. Yeah, <laughs> no matter what, no matter what you, you what term you use to describe him, that that guy's a, a a freaking beast and a half. He is. I I want to see him make the team in some capacity. I mean, it, he's gonna yeah. make it. Think so. I think. Yeah. I think, so. I, I think so too. I mean, the the scouting department was was big on him. Um, they they liked him coming out. So, I, I mean, obviously he he has to still perform in preseason and training camp. But, I mean, they they, they were big on him. And, and Light and Company normally are are big on holding on to the guys that they have high hopes for and that they believe can play. So, we'll, isn't we'll he like versatile? Isn't that like his thing? So like they can fit uh, him on the yeah, team somewhere. Yeah, and and, that, and that's the thing. I, I don't. It, it's weird with him because. I've seen a lot of people say that oh he could be the next A train just just stop just don't even don't say that it's because he wore forty in college yeah just just don't say that don't just stop um, he's white 
We do yeah, that every time. Right. <laughs> yeah. But, but the thing is, though, here in, in this situation is that he's he's going to have his opportunities. And I think with him, the, the vision that they might have with him is actually having more of a, of a hands-on approach, no pun intended, as far as catching the football more out of the backfield. Uh, so I, I don't think it's going to be any anything to where – you know, again, that's just my opinion, just from what I've been gathering. But um, I don't think it's going to be anything to where they're going to have like a uh, like a rhino backfield like with uh, with Allstide and uh, and Barnes that had back in the day. So um, it's not going to be like a Vitaly and, and Stalker. I mean, that's nowhere near as close to resemblance. But anyways, Darian Barnes. It's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> What are, what are your expectations this season? I, I you know I know you, you just said Super Bowl, but I mean I, I mean honestly, I mean Super Bowl. I, I'm I'm down on the Bucks, um, and that I, I, I'm trying. You know I don't want to be a pessimist, but it, it's just been it's they, they've had too many losing seasons, and and you know I'd be lying if I um, didn't feel a, a lot of optimism surrounding this season. So, uh, but I always I always want to sell low, you know, or not sell low, but I want to uh, you know guess low. But I mean, I want to hear what you think. What do you think for this season? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not a big fan of uh, of freaking out when the schedules get released. Um, I'm not one of those, oh shit, did you see the schedule? Oh my god, they're gonna get their ass kicked type of people. Right. Um, because I'm more like, look, the the NFL changes every year. Yeah. I don't care if you're the Broncos. I don't care if you're the Panthers. I don't care who the hell you are. You're you're not gonna be the same team that you were the year before. Um, I mean, I think we've seen that with the Patriots. Um, we've seen that in the past, too, with the Colts, when they were successful during their runs to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they make the playoffs or not, obviously they are gonna, those teams are going to be making the playoffs consistently. But it's, it's, it's not a matter of, how, of them getting to the playoffs. It's how they're playing in the season. And I, I don't, I'm not as, as crazy worried as a lot of people are with the beginning part of the, of the Buccaneer schedule. Um, I've already said several times that I do feel the Bucks um, can go 10 and six this year, and actually get into the playoffs. Um, I know the the Super Bowl prediction might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm going to hold on to it because in case they do, then I'll be a genius. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do think that that the Bucks can have a successful year this year, and I and I do think that they can have um, double digits in the win column this year. And we got to look at it from the aspect of the main core being held together, and that's retaining Cutter. Um, and keeping the offensive system intact for Jameis Winston. Um, next thing is is the defense, which they brought in Mike Smith, and the biggest thing is actually bringing in um, defensive uh, line coach Jay Hayes. And I think those two uh, pieces right there on defense will have the defense looking completely different because the uh, they already said and they're already on record that they're the coaches that actually put their players in position to be successful and they're the guys that actually make sure that they put their guys in those positions to be successful in order to actually make everybody else successful. So that means your Gerald McCoys, your Levante Davids, um, hell, even your Alteron Verners. Um, I, I think those guys will actually see a difference from under Lovey Smith to under Mike Smith. Under Lovey Smith. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Lovey Smith, it was like, here's your system. Learn it. If you can't do it, it doesn't matter. You're going gonna... to sit on the bench. Yeah. I felt like we said the same things about Lovey though when he came in. We we did. Like like the defense is going to be so much better and they weren't. Well, they, yeah, but no, and, and we, you know what? I was I was one of those guys. No, I, I'll admit that I was one of those guys. Um, the only unfortunate thing is is that they gave Lovey Smith way too much power than what he really could do. 
or that he can really handle. Right. Um, I, I've shared this story a bunch of times on Twitter um, with several other people talking on the side. Um, after that Tennessee game in week one and we were leaving the press box, Jason Light and others were extremely pissed off after that performance. And I heard a little, a little birdie through the grapevine saying that there was a lot of scouts and a lot of front office people pissed off because the right guys were not playing during that game. Huh. Man, so, he's going to fuck up mm-hmm. Illinois so bad. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. He's go Knowles, baby. <laughs> oh, brother. But, you know. I wish he was an old head coach. No, I don't. I don't <laughs> no, have to no, 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 no. Let's not, let's not do this. Let's, let's. Uh, let me defuse this before this even gets started, guys. We don't. We yeah, don't, don't need to. My freaking blood boiling now. What the hell? Fucking <laughs> Gator. <laughs> oh god. Hey, I had Will Muschamp. All right, him so, and Levy are the like the Bucks. Cousins. Guys, we all love the Bucks. Remember? <laughs> Derek Brooks. Work done. I want to. I want to tell my. I love Tim Rattay. Oh Jesus. <laughs> hey, so do I. That one game against the Bears. Oh boy. Oh God. I, 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 like I said before, I want to, I, I want to temper my expectations. I mean, I think Jameis is going to have to take a big step forward this year in, in order for us to, to get the 10 wins. And, and he very well could. I mean, from, from everything that you see of him in the off season and his worth ethic and, and his, sort of his, his general demeanor around the team, you, you got to think that we got the right guy here. And well, here's, here's the way that, that, that I see it. And it's, and the thing is, 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 is the offense itself. Had enough, had had enough yardage, had enough points to actually get a team with a, even a, a halfway decent uh, uh, defense to at least close to ten wins as possible. Right. And if you factor in a kicker, that's already two to three wins there. So the offense stayed in place with Jameis Winston and Dirk Cutter. So that's why I'm focusing it on okay, the defense is going to be improved. Which obviously that's just my opinion. I would like to say that for a fact. But we don't know at the end of the day. Right. At the end of the day, but I do wholeheartedly feel that way. And they added um, uh, Aguayo, you know, the guy that PFS said uh, can't kick beyond 50, but he needed a 60-yard yesterday. <laughs> um, the, you know, the, you factor those two in, and I think that the ing- the ingredients are in they're in place. The point, the the thing is, is now the players actually have to put it all together. Right. You look at it on paper, and you're like, okay, well, we've we've mm-hmm. made some obvious uh, improvements to our defense with with Ayers on the defensive line, drafting Noah Spence. Uh, you know, uh, drafting hard yeah, dude, I remember when Michael Johnson was an obvious improvement to our defense. Right. You know, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, it's, it's, you know, on paper, paper is one thing, but we'll put it to action as, as another. So, I mean, let's see. I mean, again, I think like, I think I, I, I agree with what Gil said about Mike Smith and, and him w- putting the best position in player and willing to adjust his defense to best suit his players. So that gives me a lot more optimism over perhaps last year. So, I mean, let's see. Again, I'm 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 going low, but I mean, all that's going to happen for me if I if I guess low, then it's just everything's a bonus on top of what I guess. So, exactly. Yeah, it's I I want to see this team get ten wins and above. So that'd be amazing. I think uh, I think it's for the first time because. Joe McCoy said something the other day and and they talked about it on 620 for a little bit and I didn't get to hear the whole conversation because I was on my way to work but what they what they had mentioned was is Joe McCoy said for the first time that all the pieces are finally here they just know how they just need right, to know how to yeah. put them together and you know the 620 guys made this big deal about has Joe McCoy has ever said that 
And the truth that I really don't care, but the fact that a leader on our team is vocally admitting that we have everything we need to win, that's a good sign. I mean, psychologically. You know what I think he's talking And then that goes back to, you know, you can say or you can look at all the pieces being in place, but it goes back to, you know, whether they're going to be able to put it all together. And and I think that's the bigger thing. I I mean, do they have the pieces in place? I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, It's just a matter if they can actually come and actually unite and put everything together. Well, Gerald Gerald McCoy has been through Byron Lefwich, Josh McCown, Josh Freeman, uh, Josh Johnson, all the Joshes. Uh, you know, he, he's seen it all in terms of, of uh, who's lining up under center. But he never saw Bruce Gradkowski. He never saw Bruce Gradkowski. And I think had he have seen Bruce Gradkowski, he would have seen the truth. Exactly. The truth. But no, seriously, I think, I think I, I don't know, I, I think that maybe, maybe he's talking about one person in particular there when he says we have all the pieces in place. I mean, he probably, he probably says, well, we got the goddamn quarterback. What else do we need? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, again, it, it goes back to, you know, yeah, it's it's great to say that and, and it's great to even, you know, for me to say that they'll go 10 and 6. It's just, you know, saying and, and, and looking what's on paper is one thing, but actually them doing it on the field is another thing. Yeah, exactly. All right, Gil. Well, we, 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 we've, hit, we've hit 30 minutes. Is that me or is that? Who's that? Well, it's not my daughter because she's still yelling at the door. It's dog, not me. Right? Who's knocking? That scared the shit out of me. Is it a bill collector at this time or no? Oh, brother. Anyways. <laughs> <sighs> I'm like, who's at my house? <laughs> click that link again. What's that? Just click that link again. Oh, is that, oh that's what that was. Oh, I see. <laughs> Fuck you, Anthony. <laughs> that's what that was. He's being silent. It has to be him. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's fine. Gil, so where where is is there anything you want to to plug? Anything you want to promote? How can people find you? Uh, well, on 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 Twitter, I don't know if my handle is going to change soon, which I was already thinking about it. But uh, right now, it's at Gil Garcia TBC. Um, Facebook is down. I well, the Facebook page for the Baycave is down. Uh, but uh, I never had a per. I've been actually personal Facebook sober since 2009 wow congratulations yep yep. changed my life i uh i could not deal with the drama i could not deal with my family bullshit uh so i said you know what uh screw you guys i'm going home i mean i've 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 reduced down to 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 the bare bones on facebook but it's it's a calendar essentially for me yeah same here i've never pulled the trigger (laughs) but yeah you're right yeah, no, that, that's pretty much all I have going on. Twitter is uh, my secondary family, so that's where you can find me. Well, I'll tell you, Gil's a, Gil is a—he's a good follow on Twitter, especially if you're a Bucks fan and if you're a Florida State fan. So make sure you follow Gil on Twitter. And uh, no, I, I, I the Gator fans too. I have some Gators on okay. there. You know, I troll the hell out of them, but you know, yeah, I just followed you, so this is going to be interesting this year. a boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Gil. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no doubt, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then on the other side, we're going to talk about the Rays. So from bad guys doing good things for the wrong reasons to good guys with questionable tactics, August is the perfect time to explore anti-hero. 
Uh, walk the hero villain line with this 100% exclusive collection of items from DC Comics, Archer, Dark Horse, and Kill Bill. Uh, it includes two great collectibles, a wearable, and of course, our monthly tea. And don't forget the pen. We won't forget the pen, Loot Crate, because what is Loot Crate? Loot Crate, uh, you get collectibles, apparels, and more from your favorite pop culture franchises delivered right to your door every single month. Uh, you're going to get a new t-shirt. Uh, you're going to get new figures, comics, stuff for your kitchen, a wide range of exclusive items that you can't get anywhere else from fan favorite franchises like Harry Potter. And well, you heard me, Archer and and, and uh, DC Comics and Dark Horse. Guys, for 20 bucks a month, you're going to get six to eight items. Uh, and you have until 9 p.m. Pacific time to to take advantage of this anti-hero box. So how do you get it? Well, you go to lootcrate.com slash shark. You put in the promo code shark dropper. You're going to save 10% off your first loot crate. Uh, and there you go, man. It's, it, it's as simple as that. So if you're a fan of Archer, if you're a fan of Kill Bill, which who isn't, uh, lootcrate.com slash shark, promo code shark dropper. Uh, you're going to save 10%. It's a, it's a $45 value. You're going to get for 20 bucks. You're going to get even less than that because you're going to lootcrate.com slash shark. You're putting in the promo code SHARKDROPPER. And bam, you're saving money on cool shit. We're back, guys. You get you Minus get, a gill. Use guys, minus gill. Thank you to Gil for coming on the show. That was yeah, fun. that was a good. That was a good interview. Good, yeah. yeah it really was. You guys are just saying that because you didn't have to talk. What? Me? Yeah. I, well, no. I was I was floundering over there, man. What was the, you were what... not floundering. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fine. It was going smoothly. <laughs> I was not so, critical of yourself. I was dying. It's dying. You were fine. Okay, that's fine. I appreciate that. Only a little bit. Okay, we wait. You know what, man? I don't want. We don't have to do this podcast, and I can delete this whole fucking file. We'll start from from square one. How about that? Yeah, you can do it by yourself. Me and Nick are gonna go to sleep. No, I don't <laughs> want to do it by myself. It's dumb. I'm tired. Yeah, everybody ready for those commercials? Yeah, the whole podcast. I'm tired. And I want cookies. It's gonna be a commercial. Hey guys, did you know if you go to lootcrate.com slash shark and enter the promo code shark dropper, you can save ten percent off your first loot crate purchase? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. Tell me more. Well, you, I mean, the, the people just heard it, so I, I, I can't provide more than 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 that. Oh, so um, I noticed last week, and I completely and wholeheartedly support it. Your guys' decision to snub the do the raise suck question. Oh yeah, we didn't really consult you on that. <laughs> no, there's no need to. That was we were fucking terrible. We're snuffing it out. We're we're, we're getting rid of it. We should, if we wanted to, we could rename it to how much the race sucked. Shit, you know what? I didn't restart the mixer chat. That's why. Wet ball, wet ball. It's wet ball. See, it gets stuck in your head. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Wet ball, wet ball. I'm currently dancing like Ryan Griffin. That's how I would dance. <laughs> Actually, I'd be, I'd dance like Kevin Panfield, who was just kind of he was just. Shuffling his feet slightly from left to right. That's the white guy shuffle. Wet ball, wet ball. Wet ball. Now, now I'm like I'm officially drunk and like a little pissed off, and like I need to, like I need to find a way to fucking recover. And so let's talk about the worst team in the area. That sounds like a good way of And George visiting. George Zimmerman's trending on Twitter and, and, and fucking and Donald Trump's gonna be president, so like I like the, the, the whole world is fucked. We're all fucked, man. This is all for nothing. So we don't you, Yeah, but the lightning looked pretty good. Pull me out of a god pull me out of this goddamn wherever I'm at. 
Yeah, the lightning did was you really like, good. Not did you like Matt Moore? Fuck Matt Moore. I only had okay. his I only had his shirt. Okay, did you like <laughs> And Steve you met Beard? him once. I met him once, yeah. We were best friends. We were besties. Do you really care about any of the people we got we chose to get rid of? No, fuck them. Look, we're we're we're, we're trying to become a better team in the in, in the future, and then the only way we're going to do that is by trading away pro or players for prospects. I mean, that's that that's currency in in a small market. That's how, yeah, that's how it's exchanged. Yeah, so like, um, to 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 trade away Matt Moore and Brandon Geyer and uh, Steve Pierce, that, that that only makes sense to me because because we're trading away we're, we're we're trading money away from from contract terms, or trading money away for contract terms. Yeah, these are known commodities. We're gambling by taking the risk. Yeah, it it always seems like. I think I said this in the. Uh, um, in the Mixler, ch- or not in the Mixler chat, but in the our, our, our little Twitter DM group, I kind of said that you know whenever it, it always seems like whenever the trade is uh, unknown player or, or, or big name player for unknown name, it's always like oh we got fleeced, we got fleeced and we're fucked. Yeah, for right now because you know they have something that's like I said before, known commodity. We have to wait and sit on ours. Exactly. Yeah, we'll know we'll know how this trade really looks in a few years. Yep. The people that might have pulled it off might be fired, but we'll get to see it because we're fans and we get to stay with the team regardless. Well, once I again, mean, we may get to see it, but maybe from a distance. Ooh, what are you saying? They're going to a different city. <laughs> I'm kidding, but yeah. Well, I'm just saying here. Here we are. Um, you know, the last two weeks, Anthony and I have both said that like. We don't know if we trust the organization to make the right moves, and so they've made the moves. Do you think their moves are the right moves? I like Matt Duffy. Um, I like I like the Matt Moore trade as a whole. I think uh, this it's kind of too early to tell what's really going to come from that trade. To be honest with you, I wish we did more at the deadline. Matt, uh, I wish you, we traded Odorizzi you wish or we did, Archer uh, or somebody. You wish you did Matt Moore. At the trade deadline, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I so am I, I'm, motherfucker. So am I. All right, I'm the only one left. Word of the Nick. Word of Nick. Well, yeah, was it that bad those last two weeks? Jesus, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, you should have heard the arguments that went down yeah. with you while you're here. Yeah. Um, no, the, in all seriousness, I do like the more trade. Um, it, it it sucks to see Matt Moore go. But what the Rays have done is that they've they've sold high on Matt Moore. So Matt Moore had a two point five nine ERA when he left the team, I believe. I, I could be wrong, but it was it was in the twos. It wasn't good. No, I mean it was it was it was okay. It was it, good for us. <laughs> yeah, and you know he in the last uh, few games he had been doing better. Uh, so we we sold high on him, and we got Matt Duffy in return for him, who is who is a, a third baseman, a shortstop. He can play second, he can play first. He's kind of like your your uh, utility guy. He, he's a jack of all trades, master of some. So um, he's finished second last year in uh, rookie of the year voting, and uh, he's he he was hitting two ninety one. Now that that's down in uh, the uh, their their AAA affiliate, but. Uh, he was hitting a, a solid 291, so I'm excited about this guy. He's real thin. He's like a green bean. It's like watching a green bean play baseball. 
It's hard to tag out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's wiry. He's he's, he's all over the place. You don't know what's going to happen with this guy. I feel like we traded Matt Moore at the right time because I, I think his value is about as high as it's going to get. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you, we sold high on him. I mean, his stock was was at an all time high, and he made a. I think he made, I think he started tonight for the for the Giants. Let's see how let's see how he did. I hope it's well. I have nothing but good, positive vibes towards him and San Francisco. I don't really have any. Yeah, fuck him. I don't have any will towards the Giants. Fuck so. I, I, I like Matt more. Well, at least I'm he didn't go to the fucking Red Sox. Three, Are you two. sure he started tonight, Kyle? Giants won 3-2. I believe it's Matt Moore's first start. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, let me check the box score. Check, check, check. Go check it out. What, 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 what's it all about? What 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 will work it out? Hey, you know what? Uh, the Giants Park is a pitcher's park, so yeah. So he's. <laughs> I don't know what. See, we we've fucked that up so often. I don't know what sarcasm anymore is with you guys. <laughs> I don't know what's up and what's down. Force Field Pitcher's Park. R- Romero got the win. Okay. Um, wow. He if it was him, he's he's still getting. No run support. Yeah, right there. Matt Moore threw six quality innings. In Denard Span was involved in a three-run Giants run on Thursday, most notably a 10-inning. Okay, okay, fuck it. Who cares? Matt Moore, yeah. Six innings, two runs. Not bad. Yeah, good for Matty. Good for Matty Moe. So, yeah, that, that I, I like that trade. Uh, uh, Matt Moore for uh, Lucius Fox and uh, Matt Duffy. Uh, you also saw Brandon Geyer get traded to the Indians for who? Why, where, why, and, and how? I don't know, but money consideration <laughs> for a less racist name. You know, <laughs> I I want to get I want to get a raised jersey, I, and I think I think I know what my next raised jersey is going to be. It's going to be like uh, it, I, I don't know what number it's going to be, but the back of the nameplate is going to just say cash consideration. Like that'll that'll, uh, that'll be my next or, raised jersey. or future or a uh, um, player to be named later. Name? player to be named <laughs> yeah that's what i'll get in the back of my raised jersey but but, but uh you know uh, again brendan guy a lot of people saying like why 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 do we trade brendan guy or why do we get rid of a guy like that but he was due to make two million dollars next year not a huge number but what still a guy like that for the majority part of his career here he was a bad player no, no he, he wasn't, wasn't. What, are, what are you smoking uh, <laughs> like well, that that's not that has nothing to do with this conversation but Brandon Geyer. Brandon Geyer's been a good player for us. He's man. been a great player. I mean, he's he's been. I think you guys have those raised tinted colored glasses on. I think you have. The... I don't even own a pair of glasses. That shows me. <laughs> Brandon Geyer has been one of the better on base guys uh, this year, and uh, has consistently improved improved over the years. Uh, I think that's another kind of sell high, or perhaps even you know maybe we. Maybe he wasn't at his peak, and um, yeah, it's it's tough to see a guy like Brendan Geyer go. He's 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 good. Um, I always like Geyer, yeah. and I like Pierce too for a short time here. And, yeah, uh, yeah. But, you also but like at the same time, I'm glad we made the moves. Well, you know, you Pierce like Pat Burrell too, didn't you? I fucking hated Pat Burrell from day one. Yeah. Pierce was a uh, he. Pierce is kind of like the, the the role player guy. Okay, so if if we're if we were uh, competitive this year, Pierce would stay on the team, and then he'd leave after this year. I mean, that's that's what that's who he is. But uh, we're not doing anything this year. Pierce is gone after this year, anyway. So you might as well you might as well just say, okay, well, hey, let's trade the guy and get rid of him. 
uh, we got a catcher in return from him from Baltimore who, um, you know, I, I haven't heard much made of him. So, you know, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think I'm, I'm okay with that move. I'm okay with the guy move. I'm okay with the Moore move. I, I, um, you know, I just, our, our fans bitch every year about this, about regardless of who we trade. It's like, oh, no, they're gone. Oh, my God. But, like, we've got no farm system. Who's down on the farm system? Who are we going to get? You know, who are we bringing up, and 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 how are you going to bolster that farm system? Are you going to just suck for a long time? No, you got you got to trade away prospects. You got to trade away top talent to get your uh, prospects back, and that's the name of the game for the we race. We need to suck. Perhaps, yeah. I complete. Well, we're more than halfway there. <laughs> we need to. We need to be bad. This team needs to be bad. I'm sorry. They're <laughs> listen. They're not close enough. To say to even to the playoffs, yeah. Let alone we, for anything this past time, that, this needs to be the time where we get the the people who may be starting for us in the future a, a look at playing a few consecutive games. Right. Well, they brought up Richie Schaefer. Blake yeah. Snell's going to stay in the yeah. rotation. Exactly. This and this right. perfect time for him too. This is yeah. get your lumps in. Yeah. Nick Franklin getting a bigger opportunity to show that he's worth something. Right, I'm sure eventually Matt Duffy and and Mikey Mata, yep. once they're done with their their rehab stints, will be uh, you know up and up in the bigs. Up Matt in the Duffy's big... pretty proven, so that's good. And he's got years of control left. So Do you good. feel like we throw him at the uh, at first base? No, uh, he's shortstop. They already said it. Yeah, really. Yeah, okay, yep. so they're gonna move Brad Miller. He's gone. <laughs> Which I think I like. I'm uh, Brad Miller's been pretty pretty fucking solid for us uh, this yeah, year. He's been Nineteen pretty... homers, man. Exactly. Yeah. So I think if we that's on our team, you got to think that's probably twenty five, twenty six somewhere else. He'll probably hit twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. He's on pace for that. So is Longo also. I mean, Longo's having a great year, which is fucking, of course. <laughs> of course he's having a great so, year. It's so Rays. Of course yep. he is. Yeah. So, I don't know. Next year, let's see what happens. I, I think I think next year is another kind of rebuilding year. It's, it, it's going to be one of those years where we're, you know, we're not going to be so great. I think that the the focus should be 18 and, and what we're going to do. We're going to do an 18. Uh, because for the next couple, or or at least for next year, we're not going to be, we're not going to be so good, and um, we're not going to be good for a while. I don't think. I, I don't know. We, so, can you say improvement next year, or do you think we're still on a downward trend next year? There's second to last, maybe. I, mean, I think we'll be better than the Yankees. Look, we still there's still pitching there. I mean, there's still like the starting pitching has st- certainly come around since the All Star break. Um, you know, they're they're doing a lot better. Uh, it, this week in general, I mean, look at look at this week. There were there was two games against the Royals where we should have won, but our offense was just so inept that we couldn't. You know, it's like the old school Rays. It's like the the way we used to lose, where it's like, well, goddamn, the pitching's doing well, but we just can't seem to hit. Oh God, so nostalgic about the way we used to lose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, it was. It was. Yeah, it was. It was just the way it used to be. So I I think that that, that when you look at next year, you got you got. Um, you still have Chris Archer, who's who's done better since the All Star break. Uh, you have Drew Smiley, who's <laughs> uh, you have uh, Jake Odorizzi, who's been solid. I mean, he had a solid start the other night. Um, then you have Blake Snell, who's going to continue to develop, and then you have Alex Carb, Alex Carb, Alex Cobb. <laughs> 
Who's your who's your along. We forgot what his name is. Cobb's your wild card. He's the wild card, bitches. I mean, he could come back and, and be good or he could, you know, just kind of not find it. How, ever Cobb, how Cobb does is the difference between having three really good pitchers and two OK pitchers or two really good pitchers and three OK. Pitchers. That, last, it's, it's winning last every I heard day. His, his fastball was in the 90s again, like touching 91. And he had a really good start tonight, I think. His, his, his fastball. A rehab start. I think it's, it's got to be. I think what was it? I don't know. I don't want to talk a bunch of shit and talk out of my ass, but I believe his he was hit a mid nineties fastball. So, what are you talking about? It's Board of the Bay. That's what we make a living off of. Uh, that's what I need. We'll need to oh, see again. You guys get paid? <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick, don't talk about, about the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah, I, I the starting rotation could be okay next year. I mean, the 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 the, the starting offense. Um. We'll see. Bullpen. Yeah, we'll see. Bullpen, big <laughs> issue. Big. I mean, it's always been we'll see with, when it comes to the Rays offense. But, yeah. I mean, bullpen, big issue here. I mean, Brad, Brad Boxberger came back the other night and, and uh, had a had a uh, clean frame and uh, has looked has looked good. Um, you know, there, there's a lot more than just that, though. I mean, Alex Colomay, I don't know what his you contract. Some, you got some some guys with the pen that I trust. You got Colome. If Boxy can get back to form, if Sedanio can continue to be decent, uh, they if they can get him out of high rep, high leverage situations. He could probably be better than he is. Right. I mean, I think we, if, if perhaps we made a few strategic moves this off season, you could perhaps see the race compete. I don't think that that's the way to go. I think maybe you just, you, you just take, uh, I think it'd be straining to just compete. Trade Corey Dickerson for Jake McGee. Yeah, yeah, we gotta get a we gotta get a we gotta get a a guy that can throw in the the high nineties for the eighth inning. I mean, I think McGee is the, the kind of guy we need on our team. Yeah, man, we can tell we can say that, hey that you know Coors Field is a pitcher's park, so Dickerson might not be play as well, but you know. But his numbers at that park are really good. <laughs> But eh, I like I like the trades. A lot of people might not like them. I like them. Fuck yourself. I'm, I miss McGee. Yeah. I miss Joe Madden. I miss Joe Madden too. Shut your mouth. Shut up. <laughs> quit your quit your quit your baby crying. Shut up. Shut up. Can Who we, cares? He's gone. <laughs> Hey Nick, you want to talk about the Cubs some more? I miss when it was better. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Martinez, you remember those days? He was making the lineup card. Uh, Carl Crawford. ESPN talked about us. Yeah, ESPN cared about us. We used to, we used to, we used to dress up in the clubhouse. Now we don't do anything. There were penguins and clouds. Oh and no! Snakes. Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Shut! Who cares? <laughs> Don't speak his name on my podcast ever again. The wind column cares. Yeah, the wind column. Oh, yeah. Katie, the wind Katie, column cares because Katie, they, Katie's picture in the mixer chats with Joe Madden. They have the they have the, the they have the most epic farm system in, in in all the major league for the past two years. Of course, yeah, of course he looks like a great manager because he fucks off as soon as our like well farm system's bare. Might as well get out of here. Let's go to the Cubs and, and put on my hipster fucking glasses. We'll bring some penguins in the dugout. And we'll do a couple road trips. Everybody's gonna fucking film it and put it on the goddamn Facebooks. Who cares about them? Do you think after he's done in Chicago, he'll come back? And- Fuck him! Who cares? <laughs> he can- I think he's coming back. 
Oh, bring Joe Madden back. We should hashtag yeah. that. Let's know. trade Jake. Uh, let's trade for Jake McGee, then trade Jake McGee for Joe Madden. I'm down for that. Yeah, let's do it. He's making lineup cards. He's here to get fired. He's he's there to to to, to lose his job. Okay, that's what he is. He's just he's just a face to put to the vitriol of the fan base if they do if they do bad. That's all like, he is. Like well, can face. you explain? Can you explain why we haven't been as good since he left? Yeah, can because we don't. Who, who we have no farm system. Who do we have? Who who what? <laughs> Did he take the? Did did, he does take he the magically make the players play better? I mean, does he? I mean, what is what, what, like? What is the fucking secret? People people talk shit about Kevin Cash. Like, what is? What what what's the secret? I mean, is he is, is he sprinkling pixie dust into their into their uh, fucking uh, weenies every morning and to make them play better? No, we, we we fucked up. We're not playing good. Kyle, he brought in a witch doctor. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Why is it? I want yo, oh, you're the greatest manager ever. Why is he doing so well with the Cubs? Maybe that, maybe because they're fucking loaded. Maybe because they went out and, and got John Lester, and they have Jake Arrieta, and they ha- and they have uh, uh, you know what's his fuck hitting balls. Kyle, they've had some injuries, and he's managed through them. Come on. Man. Oh God, yeah. shit. And he's done that brilliant thing where they put pitchers in left field. Yeah, they only went. And, they only went and got the, the the greatest utility player of all time, and Ben Zobras, who can hit from you know that's either side of the plate. Statement. Yeah, it that's, is a bold statement. Name me a better who did, one. Hey, who developed Benzo? Hey, the name me a better name, name me a better utility man. Um, no more Garcia Para. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, ah. exactly. Yeah, he made BJ Upton hustle. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. He just, he just, he, 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 see, he sees that Andrew, Andrew Freeman went to the, uh, the, the Dodgers, and. Uh, he uh, he he saw his opt out clause, or his, or at least his agent told him about it, and he's like, "Oh, I can leave. All right, let's go. Let's fuck off. Let's go let's to Cubs. Go to Chicago. Yeah. I got a deal between Chicago and L.A. right now. Yeah, he's gonna be such a legend. ESPN's not gonna stop talking about him when they win the World Series. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It, he's gonna do. Uh, you know, and it's gonna be that story about Joe Madden could do it in Chicago, what he couldn't do in Tampa. Yep, can't wait for that article. Is that because they're better than us, Kyle? Who? Is, is it because they're better than us? What, the Cubs? Yeah. Good for the Cubs. <laughs> you guys have just been, Chicago's just been, uh, just, you know, they, I'm glad, I'm glad they can finally come together as a city and, and celebrate a, uh, a sports team winning a major championship in that city. I mean, it's been, it's been so long since they've been able to uh, do that. And uh, so, yeah, good for them, man. Good for them. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I'm I'm, su- I'm super excited about it. I, I just can't wait to see that. Well, you know what? Who cares? I don't watch ESPN. So, yeah, you know, just just go, just, 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 just go slow jerk yourself, you know, all day over your fucking championships. Okay, we'll we'll be down here in Tampa on our, on our fucking shit dump stadium. Just, you know. With our two dollar hot dog nights, and we're oh, and God, you're supposed to make it sound appealing. Stop. We're, we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna have a disco on the field to, to try to bring an extra five thousand fans in one night, and we're gonna get twenty one pilots to play after the game. Hey, hey, hey. what? You need twenty one pilots out of this. Okay, they are at Dude, least that'd be a, a big game. We usually get they are at Michaels. least a decade away from doing Dude. the Saturday. <laughs> we got. 
they're also not a children's show. Okay. So. <laughs> wait, wait till wait till 2020 when the you know when 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 it's fucking you know red suit jump guys playing play, play yeah playing after the game. Okay. You know, wait, just Ready, you feel like a man. Oh, uh, didn't Weezer play? Weezer played. Weezer's not. Weezer, really that's such a Weezer thing. Let's go play at Tropicana Field. They got Ludacris and they got they got Flo Rider. Oh yeah. boy. Well, woo. Flo Rida. I'm sorry. I, I still I still Madden maintain days. that getting Weezer is a big get. Yeah, Weezer. And everything was so much better in the Joe Madden days. <laughs> it's because the fucking penguins were here. They they brought them in the back. They left them in the cooler, and we had Juju. I mean, let's look at the musical accents Kevin Cash took over. I mean, really, you know. Yeah, I mean, even our walk-ups have been terrible, yeah, except just... for Longos, but... Eh. By the way, thank you, Jared, for tweeting out <laughs> hashtag bring back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Hall Notes did play there. That was awesome. I, I was there. I was at that game. Um, did you, oh, you made it through the whole thing. <laughs> Dude, Hall Notes is the shit, man. Is that why you stayed? Because of Hall Notes? Yeah, Hall Notes. Hauling Oats. We really need to do a podcast at a Rays game. It's quiet enough. We can do it. God damn it. Oof. Listen, listen, sir. You you know nothing about the local demographics that surround Tropicana Field. I'll have you know that the Tampa doesn't have any mass transit, nor do they have a multi-sports complex that's able to support two to three teams at the same time. If you go and look at a place like Pittsburgh, they have three teams and 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 then the same general geographic area. If you look at uh, the Tampa well, Bay, whose fault is that? It's our fault. It's our fucking fault. Oh, fuck, oh, we have Tampa Rays playing St. Pete. Oh, that'll, that'll fucking go well. You know, uh, Kyle, how many people do we know that have had cars broken into while at Rays games? <laughs> One, me. No, Chris, Robert. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> well, listen, I, I, live, I live literally like a fucking block and a half from where I got my truck broken into, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it's. It's not a nice. Oh place. shit! Avril Lavigne. Did Avril Lavigne play after a Rays game? Yeah, she was like Robitussin doll up though. Oh Jesus! <laughs> She's like, guys, I'm frustrated. Shut up! <laughs> it was like that. Where did you fucking pull Robitussin from? <laughs> she was. I don't know. It's Canadian purple drink. She still looks too young to get alcohol, so she gets drunk off of Robitussin. Do you know it costs like three hundred dollars to get a photo with her, and she's like half-heartedly like, eh. it's like some some crazy amount of hey, money. Hey, you, you, I don't yeah, exactly. So I think she got all mad and like flicked the crowd off. I remember there being some kind of event about. Oh, her that's right. You're right. Yeah, she she did. She made some kind of fucking uh, gesture towards like the gesture. Did she yeah. so punk rock? Let me see. Is she still married to that some forty one guy? Oh and no. They're like the king and queen of ninety. Dude, that guy looks like seventy years old and he's like but he's he's not that old. Like Carly Ray Jepsen played a race game. Oh, she threw out the first pitch too. Hey, I oh yeah, she married down. Chad Kroger. No, she didn't. Yeah, that says it right there, Cop. Yeah, she, she, she is married to Chad Kroger. No, she fucking didn't. Oh my yeah, god. She did, dude. That's the most Canadian thing guys, I've seen. guys, guys. I mean, guys. Was it sponsored guys, by Tim Horton? Guys, guys, 
Look at this photograph. <laughs> oh boy! Look at it. She's, she's married to him. Only us three will get that joke because Kyle was actually showing us a photograph. So. <laughs> she married Nickelback. <laughs> all of Nickelback. I love how like I love what great worlds. Did you see the progression here? She married Chad Kroger. Chad fucking Nickelback. <laughs> Look, look, there's a Sum 41 guy up there in the corner, Derek Wibley. Oh, yeah, there he is. What happened to him? He looks like a burn victim, but like a victim that was burned at a very young age. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Christ almighty. So we're looking at just like the worst picture. He looks like a sad clown. His no teeth. Where's his teeth? Look how good he used to look. Yeah, he looks looks sexy. He was a sexy looking man. Look at that. Look at the wedding. Look there. Is that the wedding right there? No. Oh, 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 yeah. He's shorter than oh the god damn it dude can you not can, like can you just not spike your hair at the wedding like maybe <laughs> like do you have to go bleach blonde like spike dude he's punk rock god damn it <laughs> look how tiny he is I know his wife's like fucking six five that's not Avril Lavigne no hmm are you kidding me she could buy alcohol look at her <laughs> yeah have a lot for him apparently. Okay, guys. Um, this is devolved into thinking <laughs> of Canada. How old is yeah. how old is this female here? That's nineteen. Carly Rae Jepsen. Look at that pitch. Did eighteen? Yeah. Didn't she bounce it in like four feet from where she threw it? She did better than Fifty Cent. I think Fifty Cent oh. did that. Hey, on anybody see uh, McEnroe's first pitch? Yeah, it was a fucking perfect strike. It was a perfect fucking strike. It was like, what? Here is the first pitch of the ball game. Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, my God. You're going to have to go back. She gives it a great effort here, but you're going to have to go oh, back. Shut up, PA. What if our guy tore his ACL chasing down that horrible pitch? All right, all right, so, all right. So, guys. Oh, Matt Moore. Matt Moore. She threw that pitch to Matt Moore. <laughs> Gone. If you had to guess, how old is Carly Rae Jepsen? I say 18. 18 or 19? 19. 18? She's 30. What? Yep. She is 30. Really? And no lie. I feel... Isn't that fucked up? I feel so dumb, yeah. Actually, she's she's older than 30. She's she's like 31. What the fuck? She's, she's born in 85. She's she, Oh, no, she's 30. She's 30 on the nose. What? what? Yeah. Doesn't that blow- They totally did not market her as like a, a older adult... Doesn't well, that I mean, how do you market your an mind? older female look, artist? How is that thirty? How is she younger thirty? Look at look at her like her first like uh Call me maybe. Call me maybe. Can we talk about that first pitch? She looks like ten. how, how did look, no one ever teach you how to throw a ball? She looks like ten. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. How does she not practice it? Like I feel like if if it was me. I would practice it. <laughs> yeah, because you have common sense. Throughout the first pitch, they she's just took you out of the stands. <laughs> she's a thirty-year-old who makes a living marketing to sixteen and tweeners. All right, so here's the here's the John McEnroe pitch. Yeah, this thing is fucking gorgeous. There haven't been many more ceremonial first pitches better than this one, have there? Oh, he's giving the fans. Can you the mound? Yeah, watch this. From the from the from the rubber from the bump. And this is what you do when it's. That's harder than it looks. Bam! A perfect strike. 
That, that catcher was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he was expecting it. He's like, oh, oh, oh. I'm just going to bounce it in her throat wide. No. Look at this. <laughs> just fucking... Whew, bam. So, that, like, no movement on it. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's... He, he, you know, he's not going to... He's not going to strike anybody out with that. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty... Uh, oh, oh, here, oh, we should have traded for, for him. This is the HD one. Oh, shit. I can see it now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, come on. There was no movement on that. That's a, that's a tater. I mean, or, you know that you know that's a, that's a fucking that's a meatball right down the center. I mean, David Ortiz is just gonna take. He's gonna swing at that all day. You know, I had this thought the other day. If if someone came to you and said, "Listen, we'll pay you a million dollars if you can get out of an inning, and, then, and we're gonna give you a whole major league season. You're gonna get to pitch in every game one inning, and you have to get out of that inning." Yeah. Oh, I could easily do it. Yeah, easy. Wait a I whole. The whole season yeah, to get it, to get yeah, it done? To get yeah. One inning, three outs, and one Someone's inning. Someone's going to pop up. Oh, me. yeah. Anthony, I mean, you're giving us way too much time. I mean, I, I can work I can work on a fastball in that much time. If, that, if they're giving me a million dollars, that's what, that's clearly my job for the next however many months. Dude, I don't think you could. You don't think I so? I think I could. I don't really, I really, I think, I don't, <laughs> you can't touch 90. You can't, and no, you can't. of course not. <laughs> I don't need to, though. I can, But the thing is, is I can learn enough of a pitch to throw and get somebody to pop up or throw into a grounder and get me out of an inning. Like I'll have a, that many chances. Are you over, saying a, a clean a, a clean inning? Yep, one, two, three. Okay, no, oh, 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 one, two, three? Yeah. That's oh, so, harder. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. I, like, a scoreless inning, I might be able to pull off. Yeah, maybe a scoreless inning. Like a bases loaded situation, I pop the guy up. It's a fucking, he like, warning track. I warning track the dude at the very end. <laughs> Like I could, I could probably. Yeah. I'm not saying it'd be pretty, yeah. but I mean, we would like someone would rip a, a line drive and it would be right at our center fielder and be like one out, all right, it did it. <laughs> yeah, if it was, if it was just get through an inning and you could give up as many runs as you want and stuff like that. That's yeah, not what I'm saying, that. but like to go one, two, three, that'd be. I don't know. I think by the end of the inning uh, or by the end of the year, I could have enough training. To yeah, be, you'd pitch in 162 games by the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. My arm will be jello. I think I think I could I, I I could develop enough of a pitch repertoire to uh, to maybe do a scoreless inning. Other than that, no, I could not do a fucking one two three. There's no way. No fucking way. Ooh, let's check out Matt Moore's strong debut. Kyle does it in the first game and like walks off the mound in shock. Like, yeah, I'm motherfuckers! This I'm is... an MLB pitcher, and then gets rocked in the next appearance. <laughs> to, to those of you sensitive to Matt Moore and his uh, changing allegiances, departure. This is gonna hurt. Well, only the three of us can see it. So no, I know, but they're gonna hear it. It's fine. Not in my new turn it down. Is he wearing forty five? He's wearing forty five. Yeah. He, um, uh, Tim Linscombe was fifty five. So oh, yeah. yeah. They said no. They said can't have they that. said go fuck yourself. So he he sidestepped that, and then apparently I guess he beamed ninety five right there. He beamed a dude. Oh wow, Jesus, Matt Moore, good, good for him, man. I wish I wish him nothing but luck, especially because he's in the NL and we're never going to see him. Yep, that's <laughs> so. That's about it. Nothing but nothing but luck. I hope you have a, a strong. I mean, good for good for him that he's with the Giants. I mean, he's with a, a strong organization with a strong fan base and a, you know, someone's going to spend money to be competitors every year. I feel yeah. like that was literally everything that we aren't. It it is. I mean, it is. I mean, until we have a, a new stadium and uh, and a solid fan base behind that. Jesus Christ, that was a great curveball, Matt. 
What okay. the fuck were you holding out on us for? <laughs> the trade deadline. Good. I just I don't know. I'm just happy for the guy. I'm just really it's it's I I it used to be sad watching these, but now I'm just happy. I'm like good good for you, man. Like good for you doing so well. Kyle's happy for every X-ray that's not named Joe Madden. You know why? Because you know the the, the most of the X-rays, except with the exception of Carl Crawford. Um, you know they just got traded, and would yeah, they, would they have left anyways? Probably, yeah. I mean, it's it's the, it's Tampa. I understand. You know, it's not the greatest place to play. Uh, Joe Madden, not only did he 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 said before he was going to leave, he's like, yeah, no, I'm staying. I'm staying here. This is where I, you know, I love this place. Um, and then like a week later, he's like, oh, I can leave. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah, you know what? Maybe go fuck yourself. I'll go coach the Cubs, and and. I don't know. Go, go Cubs. I guess whatever. Just enjoy. go Cubs. <laughs> yeah, go Cubs. Yeah, whatever. Just enjoy it. It's... Just you know, just stop. The just... salt is real. I I always said I always I've said like since since um I became a Rays fan I said you know if Joe Madden coached for any other team but but the Rays I would hate him because he's just such a douche. He's just such a he's such a like a. Like a weird dude, like hipster kind of baseball manager, like kooky. I'm gonna drink a glass of wine and maybe you know put on some 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 heavy metal music because I'm weird like that and drive home in my classic car. Joe Madden definitely tells everybody that he has a Mac and not a PC. Yeah, Joe Madden definitely has to write. You know, he 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 sets his lineup in a Starbucks where everybody can see. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. That that was funny. <laughs> Why is it on repeat? I can hear myself. Now. I don't know. Okay, let's let's get out of here. This this actually was a long podcast, but we can we can call it a day. I think after this, I freaked out a few times. I apologize to you know to everybody. Uh, what did Jared say? The Cubs will lose in Game Seven, the NLCS in the ninth inning. Good. Fuck them. Assholes. That's not nice. Fuck them. It's been 100 years. It's been a, oh. Ottoman, Ottoman Empire. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Let's Deep, calming let's get, breaths. Yeah, let's, let's get out of here. It's been 100 years. I wish we had two baseball teams, too. You know, you know, kind of, you know, twice the, the chance of winning a championship. You wouldn't root for both. And 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 two football teams too. I you know well it'd still be cool to fucking you know have your your city win a championship, wouldn't it? You wouldn't root for both though. If another baseball team popped up in Tampa, which it never would, you wouldn't root. You wouldn't switch from the Rays. Yeah, but if it was like you have you have a team in the NL and you have a team in the AL, it's that's how it is. I mean, you like look at New York. They have they have two teams in in each uh, conference. In some cases, three. So like. If it was, if it's a team like the Marlins, yeah, I'll be happy for the Marlins if they win. If they yeah, win the World Series, for the Marlins. yeah, like go Marlins, especially if they were closer to me and like in the same kind of in, in the same general area. Like I, I wouldn't like them if we played against them in in a, a championship. But yeah, but if for some way there was like an Orlando National League team, I'd vote for them. I'm just saying, if there was like the the NL Tampa Bay, you know, Storm, Pelicans, Pelicans, Pelicans. yeah, Rowdies, Storm. whatever. I don't know, still, you know, Thunder, the Tampa Bay Thunder, and that'd be nice. You know, something like that. I, 
I would probably switch that to be my primary team. The Thunder? Yeah, just because that's cool. All right, real quick, guys. That that team spends money. Yeah, that team spends money. That's <laughs> my stadium. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Owned by Jeff Vinnick. Guys, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let's back it up. Okay, who's who's the AFC uh, Tampa team? Where's the stadium? What are they called? Who's the AFC Tampa? Like for football? For football, it'll be the it'll be the it'll be the Tampa Bay Bandits. We're gonna go back to the Bandits name. Yeah, it would definitely be the Bandits. Yeah, you gotta go to the Bandits. the The stadium would be um, where would the stadium be? It'd be like flip flopped. It could be like Al Lang Stadium. It could be the Tampa Bay team that plays in, no, in no, no. St. Pete. I say the stadium's in like South Tampa. Like you know, oh, look, so it'll be flooded constantly. Like Gandhi, <laughs> Gandhi area. Um. Yeah, that's our AFC. Okay, so what do you guys think? We put Who's it right the, in the middle of McDill Air Force Base. Who would be the? Well, we can't do the quote unquote Western Conference, Tampa uh, Tampa Bay team for the. Yeah, Western Conference. For, yeah, for the the hockey. Um, the Who's hockey. our Western uh, the the Tampa Bay? Mm. Um, let me think. Titans. No. Well, the Titans is good. Let's say Tampa Bay. Hurricane. No, we already got Tampa one. Tampa Bay Titties. Which, what, yeah, which yeah, is something. Yeah. <laughs> what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, the, the Tampa Bay Sunshine, right? No. The, uh. Oh, the wait, Tampa wait, Bay Sunshine. <laughs> wait, 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 the Tampa Bay Pirates. Tampa... Oh, yeah, that's totally not similar to something else in the air. Well, <laughs> the Tampa Bay the Tampa Bay... You'd be the Tampa Bay meteorologist to fight the lightning. Wow, Nick. I know. Hey, I'm trying to get off this podcast. They're, yeah, play- they're playing dragging in St. Pete. They're in the car. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just saying... I'm know, kidding, dude. I'm, I'm kidding. just saying, what if? What if we had a Western Conference team, an AFC team, and an NL team? If we had two teams, there'd be, like, how many fans at the games? Because we'd be so sweet. We would have to split the fan base down, down the middle. Like... It'd be 5,000 fans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, Tropics. Katie Ebner. Tropics. Tampa Bay Tropics. The, the, the Tampa Bay Flamingos. I like the Tropics. <laughs> it's getting Yeah, we, we got to get Jackie Moon to be the manager. Yep. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's play it out. Let's play us out. Son of a bitch. He couldn't get through the whole podcast, you know. Well, I think I think that that'll be that'll be uh, worth the bay for this week. I think make sure make sure you go to SharkDropper.com and check out all of our podcasts uh, that we have available to you there. You can, you can of course check out the Paralyzed podcast, which has new t- new episodes this week. If you want to be scared, if you want a scary podcast, check out the Paralyzed podcast. Uh, if you want to hear Nick do some voice acting, you can check out the End of All Hope podcast. If you want to hear me do some voice acting, you can hear Doppel Avenue Hurt. Um, go to that one. Do Doppel. Go to that one, yeah. Uh, make sure you go to lootcrate.com slash shark to uh, get you, uh, 10% off on your first Loot Crate subscription. Audible.com slash shark to get uh, your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, I don't know what else. What do you guys think? Rate and review us, iTunes. Rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. Go to 
um, creative Hunter things. We're we're still in the nomination stages. Oh, that's right. Thank you so much. Yeah. So make sure you go to my Twitter account. It's the uh, the the pin tweet uh, on my Twitter account. So make sure you go there and uh, vote us for Best of the Bay 2016 Best Podcast. And uh, I think that's it, right? Nah. I'd say that's about it. All right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, War of the Bay for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Anthony. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.